Happy order. What is going oh, on, everyone? What is up? We are live. Welcome to the Green Room, the PGB podcast, the Green Room with your guest, Mel Offa 707 Gaming, Stuno Gaming. Well, Stuno is not really a guest here, but Hi. we got our admin, PGP admins here. You got Gucci Torts, Snappy Stuno Gaming, and Stuno Gaming. Welcome to the show, guys. Tonight's going to be kind of crazy. Just saying. Just saying. Guys, I'm a little, I'm a little, I, I am. I was telling Snappy earlier, I just, uh, I'm a little worried about talking about this because um, if you guys didn't know, Untold, the Netflix series special had an episode on M- Manti Teo uh, regarding his fake girlfriend. And even the way Netflix puts it out there, what did they title it? Uh the girl that didn't exist. Dude, that is like That's shot, so upsetting. Shots yeah. to shots to Manti Teo's. The person gut, existed. Man. It just wasn't yeah. the person. Like it's so upsetting. So, so t- upsetting. tonight we got Melofa seven oh seven with us. He's gonna be joining on the conversation. Brother, we appreciate you being here. Thank you so much. You could be anywhere else. Thank you. Uh, yes, sir. uh tell tell us a bit about yourself, man. Before we start, introduce yourself. Let let the world know who you are, man. Uh, before we start getting start diving deep into this. Oh, uh, well, I'm Melofa Seven O Seven Gaming, straight yep. out of Fairfield, uh, California. Um, hey. I'm part of the clan, the Mel Clan. Um, if you guys don't know, my brother Mel was slick. Also, Mel uh, Active, Mel Strong, and uh, Mel Kelly, which is the president. We just finished up uh, a podcast. Um, off a of, uh, tribe city, or yeah, yep, um, uh, with uh, Cyrus, Cyrus, yeah, Cyrus. Shout out to Cyrus. Hell yeah, shout out to my um, boy Cyrus, man. Yep, yeah, uh, but yeah, um, Cyrus the goat. Yes, yeah, that's that's what's up. So what what are you normally playing? What are you what are you doing? Uh, so you, uh, you you're streaming. Um, what what kind of games are you streaming? I normally uh, Warzone with the boys. If it's not Stunos with the boys, okay. And then just real quick, like what got you in the stream? And I'm just curious. Oh man, uh, it was actually my brother, man. Man yeah. slick. Yeah, he really actually got me into it. He's like, "Come on, stream! I need to stream with me." <laughs> That's what's up, man. And what? Then, oh. It's crazy because uh, I met man with uh, I met Stuno on Snap through man with slick, which is my brother. You know, so really, but, yeah. It that's, was truly a blessing. Dude, that's awesome, man. Well, we appreciate you being here. Tonight, guys, we're going to be talking about the Netflix series special uh, special with Manti Teo. Uh, oh, I'm, so, I'm so sorry. What is the title of it? I, like, It's so cringy to me that I keep forgetting it. The Girlfriend um, Who Didn't Exist. Untold. Manti Teo. Untold. So, untold. And, the guys, it's going to be wild tonight. I'm telling you, uh, I'm nervous. I'm talking about this. Um, but we got to, if you haven't watched the, the, the series special, we got a trailer for you right here. Manti Teo had an absolutely astounding senior year. Hold on, chat. mother and girlfriend, Lene Kikua, had died the same night. He dedicated his season to them. It was an amazing story. I mean, they were with me, you know. I miss them. One problem, his girlfriend did not exist. I don't think anyone can appreciate how big a story it became. This was a very sophisticated hoax, perpetrated for reasons we can't understand. At this point, I'm at the Heisman ceremony. I don't know what to think, and I can't tell anybody what's going on. He'll never say it affected his play, but you could definitely see something was up. We just thought, what sick joke is someone trying to put on us? My uncle immediately said, I think you're getting catfish. All right, ready to roll, man? 
doubt. I created this fictional character, Lene. I totally felt fear. I didn't have courage to just be like, this is who I am. It became evident that we had a major story. I was afraid this was going to affect my NFL future. I don't think he had any concept of how much the media will build you up and then tear you down. I didn't expect it to blow up so quickly. This is about to hit the fan. That's when everything went chaotic. I love you so much. There were two people. It was crazy. My whole world changed, and I'm questioning everything. Wild. Wild. So, guys, just starting out, our two main guys in this in the entire story of this is obviously Manti Teo. Uh, he was a a just the second runner up to the Heisman Trophy. Uh, he uh, he also went, I believe, he played for the Rams or the Chargers for a little bit. But he went from Notre Dame going into the professional NFL, and he ended up falling victim to catfishing. So you have Manti Teo. And the culprit behind the entire thing who orchestrated everything, Renaya, that's the name that um, that she's going by. But this is going to be a tough one, guys. It's it, There's a lot going on here. And where do, where the hell do we even start? Stono, hey. I think you, you might be muted, Stono, just 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 so you know. I don't know. Oh, he probably... If I'm muted, things. I'm talking to Oh, I, got, I gotcha, I gotcha. Uh, but it's going to be nuts. So, Snappy, just, just kind of... Let, let's... Where do we start, man? Where the hell do we start with this? It's it's crazy. It's wild. I think where we sh- we should start with just the title alone. You know what I mean? Yeah. Just seeing a, the girlfriend that doesn't exist, and even the title that they put out when the when the whole thing first started. Like, I don't understand why they say they it, it didn't exist. The person existed. It just wasn't the person. You know what I mean? It wasn't who they said was. There was a person there. Like they made it seem like there was there was nobody right yeah it's, that's it's, that's like that's the one thing that bothers me a lot is just seeing that it's, it's definitely i i feel like with the title regarding the title it's more of um like what, what do you call it like clickbait kind of kind of stuff they just they're just trying to pique people's interest um because even the people mm-hmm. that even the people that wrote the article um i think they were called i correct me if i'm wrong i think they were called Headspin? like uh what headspin Headspin, Deadspin, dead, dead Deadspin. Dead dead sorry. So Deadspin, even they even came out and mm. said that, like, you know, the whole their their intention behind this wasn't to put Manti Teo on blast or to like shame him or anything like that. That's kind of what the community, the community, the world just did that by human nature, but it wasn't their intent, Mike right? Check. So I think that's kind of the same sense mm. that ne- I can hear you, sis. So I think that's kind of the same sense that Netflix was going. They're not trying to shame anybody or anything. They're just, uh, they're, you know, they're just trying to put a good title there. But it, it is kind of cringy. You, you you look at that title and you're like, ah, oh, damn, like what the hell, you know? The, just the, so still know when you watched it, what what were your your initial thoughts on 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 just the entire docu series? Um, I don't think you want to hear my thoughts. I, oh. Shit. We do. I, we do. I, we do. And I, I, and I knew I knew you were going to be like this. I knew you were. Right. 100%. That's why I wanted you on this, too. Nah, I'm pretty sure, like everybody else, you know, you're first, you feel bad for Manti. And second, you probably want to straggle the shit out of Renaya. Yeah. You know, I'm pretty sure that's how I felt. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know. Everybody got, own... Everybody got their own. Everybody got their own. Be quiet, Renaya. I'm talking. 
Yeah, that's that's how I feel about the, the yeah. documentary. Just kind of reaching your hands in there and putting your hands on peeps. I get you. I get it. What about you, Lofa? Uh, what what were your like after watching both of these episodes? What were your initial thoughts? Uh, it was it was pretty sad, man. Um, you know, especially you know our culture out there. You know what I mean? Being put out there. You know what I mean? It's like it's not. I don't know. It's just it was it was sad for me. It was 100%. sad and disappointing. Mm. Uh, you know to someone that betrayed you like that you know and it's i don't know it's lost for words yeah 100 percent, i agree that you know and i'm glad that you that's the first thing you even brought up was just like culture on blast because i actually think that the the producers did a um the producer was actually i think he's talking right isn't he um, I, I, yeah, he, uh, yeah, yeah. he did a very good job in not putting mm-hmm. like just Samoa or Tonga on blast. He, he actually, like, if you don't notice, they only say Polynesian, like they, yeah. they like Manti Te- oh, he, he's sitting there saying the Polynesian culture with a Bolu flag right behind them. Right. I don't know if mm-hmm. you guys see that. And that's what I really appreciated because <laughs> I think what, where the producer, the, you know, the producer and director where they were going with this is they, they, even though it's a smaller community that's going to relate to this because he's Samoan, he is. That, the, Renaya is Samoan. Renaya is in, in, in Pangopango right now. And But what they want people to know is that it can happen to really anybody. It just mm-hmm. it just sucks that you know they happen to be Samoan. That's, that, so I really appreciated that the directors and whatnot kind of left. They, they made it general they, by saying Polynesian, Poly, you know, and that's that that's what was really cool. What were some of the things, uh, Snappy, that, that were going on with Mantai that you felt? Was there anything like controversial to you that, that was happening with, with him, like leading up to, you know, from the time that he got the first message from message from Renaya? And then we, we find out that this was going on for two years, two years before you know, he starts realizing, you know, I might be getting catfished. That's a, in a lot of people's eyes, that's a long ass time. Like he hadn't seen, he hasn't seen Lene. Uh, by the way, people, if you, if you didn't get that in the trailer, Lene Kikua is the cat, it was the, uh, the alias that Renaya was using to catfish uh, Manti Te'o. But so he, not once had he seen Lene for two years and no questions, right? That that was kind of my first thing. What like you know what the heck was going on? What was he thinking? So what are your thoughts on that aspect? To me, I feel like you know he had so much going on in his life alone, and he had so much like on his shoulders. You know what I mean? Being the eldest, and you know being the spotlight for for what is the name of the school again? Notre um, Dame. Notre, Notre Dame. Dame. Yes. Yep. Notre Dame and stuff. I I feel like I don't know like. Maybe because of the way he was raised, I, I feel that, you know, he was taught to to love and respect people and things like that. You know what I mean? And so mm. because of everything that Renaya was um, or Linnea, Renaya, Naya was um, saying and doing to him, it kind of like made him feel important and stuff like that. And he was hanging on to that versus 
uh, seeing the person in life in real life or whatever, you know what I mean? He was always accepting the excuse, like every excuse that, that Naya had said, oh, I couldn't come because I'm in the hospital or my camera's not working or whatever, you know what I mean? And, and that was like one of the things that I seen all over Twitter is that where people kept asking, like, how did you not know? Yeah. But you know, like we're, we're all gamers. You know yep. what I mean? And we know a lot of gamers who have gaming relationship and had never seen each other, but still are in love <laughs> best with each friends. other. You know what yeah. I mean? Like best friends and stuff like that. So it's not it's not uncommon. Like that's one thing that people has to realize is it it's not meant to tell. This happens a lot actually, where people like doesn't necessarily know how the other person looks on the other end. You know, back then, like, you know, we weren't not everybody was tech savvy like what you know what i mean with media social media and like nobody was really into that stuff back then everybody was just talking stories on a phone phone conversation was like the best yeah for everybody back then you know so i feel like that's what it was i'm i i can't like yeah like i even me too like i'm i'm like damn like two years you know i it's hard to wrap I, your I mind it, around. It, yeah, it is. Yeah. It really is. Because remember, this was during uh, MySpace era, I think it was, right? Uh, 2008, 2009, uh, popping into people's DMs. Well, that's when you were allowed to, right? There, now, today, right. there's a lot of security around right. that. But, right. dude, yeah. you know what I remember back in the days, man? I used to say, you guys ever been into, like, those MSN chat rooms or the or the Yahoo chat rooms? Like, oh, yeah. Oh, hell yeah. Hey, don't lie, Stato. Number one plan. <laughs> oh, oh man. No, those were the da- those were the most savage, dangerous <laughs> places. You know what I mean? But so, it, you know, catfishing was around because that happened all the time in those chat rooms, for sure. Like, I, re- dude, I would go hang out in those chat rooms and I know I ain't talking to a girl. I know I'm talking to Studo on the other right. side, man. He's ready to come for me, man. You know, <laughs> I mean, I just, just waiting. But no, but it's serious like so it's been around and for me when i'm watching it i'm just like dang dude like i i and i do think it has a lot to go with what you said snappy he he's raised in a uh, in a in a christian family mormon family Mm -hmm. uh he's he's really involved in the lds Mm -hmm. and i you know that could i'm not saying he's a shut-in but that could be some of the the reasons right Mm -hmm. he's a lot he's a lot trusting more trusting than most people and you yes. can see that just from from like the beginning of the series, he's just really yes. open, and you can really feel that the guy's just, oh man, he's uh, I, I, I'm not not saying he was he was like the perfect victim, but he was just really trustworthy to a lot of people, yes. man. I mean, what, you yes. know, it was kind of he was you know like locked into football, you know what exactly. I mean? That's what I mean. That's he had why. A lot that's why. Going on. That's why you know it it went on for two years because. His focus was all mm. on football, mm-hmm. but the crazy and the sad part was he asked people that he knew and trusted, right? Friends and family, exactly. Those, those were the, the people that confirmed that maybe that she Renee's, exists. You know, maybe she yes. exists. Like, yes, uh, like is there she Shiloh? We all know if you from Hawaii, you know Shiloh from uh. From football too, it was Shiloh and. Hey, thanks, Matt Rich. I'll, I'll go ahead and fix it. It were stars in, um, in Hawaii. So he asked his cousin, and his cousin said, "Yeah, you know we I mean? dated." Yeah, I know. I know Lene. You know, oh, right? You know, right. He used to touch me. I mean, he didn't <laughs> say that, but, you know, and like, and then he messaged, you know, 
when when he was uh when when he was trying to get confirmation with that one dude on top of Facebook, he DM'd that dude, right? Mm. And even that oh, dude Lyle said, Lyle yeah. Lyle and even he said that yeah, they used to date, you know. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. but the big, the big, the biggest one was that Renaya got the fucking picture. Yeah. What exactly? What he asked for? Yeah. 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 Hey, look, it's me. It's real. It's crazy. It's Lane. Right. Come touch me. Like, I I don't know if you guys knew there was in when when I went back to watch um um the some of the interviews he asked for video clips too. It wasn't just he did. Oh, sure she girl. did. I'm sorry, I took that back. She, yes, no, I'm talking about Naya. So Renaya reached out to the girl, asking her not only to take those photos, but to also make videos that says, "Oh, good luck on the seventh, and good luck on this oh, yeah. day." You, you know, like, Crazy. yeah, um, yeah. Wait, and, did he? I didn't. No, know but that. she didn't. She didn't. She didn't end she up. Didn't. Re- she said oh, she didn't okay. end up responding back. So she, she just felt very weird that. Right. Right with all the requests and everything so it, it it was tough it's it's tough for sure and you know like this is manti's story but right. I, it, in the same sense it, it's also renaya's um you have one person who's trying to tell like straight up i'm gonna just put this right out there the world the nfl and ncaa all owe this this young man a freaking apology like straight yes, up they right. owe this man an apology because there's no going back from this. It happened already. No. The NFL's not gonna he's thirty he's thirty three years old now. The NFL's not gonna come and scout him again. He has no interest in all this. It's all in his past. And his life is just different now. It's never gonna be the same, right? Right. And it's just it's nuts because you have Manti story on one side, Renaya, and in this I just I still don't feel I still don't feel there's any justification for like justice for Manti. That's just that's just coming from me, and I know right. that it's trying to just get the truth out there for him. But the person who's really under the spotlight here is Renaya, and it's like he's taking advantage of this and being able to get it off his chest and just be like, "Whoo, that was cool. I'm done. Right. Later, guys." Mm-hmm. It's kind of messed see up. It in, right. See it in Renaya's face that he the whole time, the whole time, Ooze. He did mm-hmm. not. It's crazy. So in the sense of Renaya's story, uh, and I'll throw this to you, uh, Lofa, what, do you think that there was, I, this is, see, this is, this is where I'm even, I'm, there, obviously there's no justice in what he did. There's no, there's no like condoning or even saying that it was okay what he did. But is there any light to Renaya's situation that you can kind of like empathize or sympathize oh, with? Uh, <laughs> straight up. Right. Her is none because the fact that Renaya called. Well, it was yeah. Renaya called him and just said, "Oh, I apologize." And my, uh, you know, Monta was like, "You know, who is this?" Like, right. He just kept saying, "I apologize, apologize," and just hung up and left it as that. You know what I mean? After he got the text mm. that they were gonna publish it, and it, I was like, "Oh man, this guy, what a bottom." Right. Mm. So what about, I mean, what if if we look back at the video and, you know, um, Renaya shares that, uh, you know, she was molested. Uh, what about that? Does that like, does that does that change anything? I, like, that's where I'm torn between. You know what I mean? Uh, I don't it, think anything so, he could say or do will 
You know what I mean? Right. Damage so is done. Me, yeah. I when looking at the at the the series, right? Mm. You two, you see two different response from them. You see how Manti responds, and you see how uh, Renaya responded. And you know what, like, huh, I know. You, you, like, can, you can tell, you can tell how the their upbringing just by the way they responded. Like, you know, um, you see Manti tell he was choking up about. Every, even though it was 10 years and people try to say like this happened 10 years ago they got over it no he he was still choking up about it 10 years yeah. 10 years later you know what i mean he yeah. it's he's still hurting mm, you right. know what i mean you see him responding that way and then you see um Renaya, she's um she's like almost remorse like you know what i mean not showing any more any remorse and and, and things like that you know mm. and so i wondered about that and i was wondering like hmm, like why why does Renaya react that way and so when i went back and i watched all the old um interviews and everything and yes he was um victimized when he was um 12 years old there was a lot happening in a back background so Renaya was raised in um a single parent home up to the age of 12 he was uh she was raised by the mom and the aunties and grandma mm -hmm. versus Manti Teo who had both parents in the home raising the church and everything and so when Renaya started getting molested and raped whoa and raped at the age of 12 that's when her father came back in the picture and so she was kind of stuck with the um she was afraid because now she has her father back she was afraid to come out to her father and tell her dad what was happening to her because she felt she was afraid to lose him lose her dad right you know what i mean and then you kind of see that tactic grow as you know when you go back and you watch when you hear the background like what was happening in Renaya's childhood and everything you, you go back and you watch it and then you kind of see it so you have one person who's been victimized since they were a child mm. and you know what I mean? When you're going through that kind of pain through your whole life, you become numb to everything. Yeah. It's hard for you to react to that's everything. Tough. Okay. So that's why I was like, okay, so now it makes sense. It doesn't justify what she did. Right. But now I see why she's reacting the way she did, because not no. only after all the abuse and everything that she went through, and then she said she she did this and it made it worse for her. Mm -hmm. You know what yeah. I mean? And it continued. So can mm -hmm. you imagine like going through the the embarrassment of what she did? You know what I mean? And and going through all of that, like you become numb to those kind of pains. So that's what you see right there. Right. I see. I see that person who's been hurt for so long, who's who's whatever. Like I said, it's it's just it's because you you can see it versus mm. Manti Teo, who's never been, who's never gone through that, had okay. a like good like childhood. You know what I mean? A perfect a life and everything. Grown up, um, he grew up in a two parent home, and he's very emotional. And you know, because this was the first time something big like this has ever happened yeah. to him. You know what I mean? So that's what I was seeing when I was watching the the, the series is the two the, the the different ways they both responded. It's uh, it, and it's great how you how you put it in perspective like that because it's beautiful what how this it's it's the same goal that both of them are aiming towards. They both come from a football background. They're both heading towards that direction. But you have one, like you said, they're just total contrasts of each other. You have one mm -hmm. who grows up in a Christian family 
one that has so much support behind them, and then you have another mm-hmm. one that's you know going through uh, uh, abuse, uh, mm-hmm. you know, sexual violence, things like that, and and they're just so they're just parallel opposites to each other. Yes, just walking down the same line, and that's where I, I, I again I can't. It's hard for me to empathize for Renaya, yeah, but I see it in that sense. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I can see that. Let's uh, let's give a second for comments. Do you guys have any comments on your side? I, uh, there's a few I kind of want to read off here. So we have um, uh, one second. We have Eric Etze saying, if you know what you're doing is wrong. Oh, shoot. Mm-hmm. Oh, what just happened? It just reset on me. If you know what you're doing is wrong and still continue to do it, no ifs or buts, you're in the wrong. Doesn't mean Jack. You got Richard... Uh, Duenez uh, saying Renaya could have been more apologetic. And I, I think this kind of taps back into what you're saying, Snappy. It, it, I don't think it wasn't that he wasn't apologetic about it. It's just he's so numb. This yes. dude is just so numb to crap that right. he doesn't yes. know. He doesn't know what the hell it means to be apologetic. I guess you could say right. that. Uh, man. And then we got uh, Eric saying again, I disagree. Your circumstance don't define you as a person or how you treat others. So this is referencing the, um, you know, the sexual violence and everything that he like, uh, experienced. Uh, at this point, is mental illness. Yeah, 100%. Yes, that's why I agree. So exactly. A th- mental illness, bro. Thousands of other people go through the same and worse, but still carry on. And that's 100% mm-hmm. factual right yes. there. Right. Because and that's what I'm saying. It's not justified. Yeah. Right. Gotcha. Right. Gotcha. It's not just justify. It's just what I'm saying is how you can see the different response, yeah. and like knowing the background, you can see why one person is reacting to the situation differently from the other person. That's what I'm saying. I'm not saying what she did was right. It's wrong, flat out, like wrong mm. and messed up in all kinds of way. But you now you can see like why they react the way they do. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. I got yeah. a comment. Go ahead. Uh, Romy said, my personal opinion, I think if Nye could have chose a better way to end things, then people wouldn't be as upset. Mm-hmm. And how much I said in the end, he wanted to be an inspiration and to love on people, even though mm-hmm. those people laugh at him. Naya maybe could have used Netflix as a uh, platform to speak to her community, be a voice for the people who are going through the same struggles as he did 10 years ago. People searching for their own identity. Let them know mm-hmm. it's 2022. It's okay to be who you are. I think that would be okay with me. Right. Hmm. Mm-hmm. I have one here too, Alfonso, of using a past trauma to justify one's uh, victimness. Victim. I'm so, sorry, I can't see, but it's not okay. You got hurt by whatever the means, and there are support groups and programs to help an individual. Yes. I could see that, but I also see that it's it's very hard. What's going on with your camera, Lofa? What is happening? No. <laughs> uh, you're good. You're I good. No idea. Uh, you're good. Uh, I got a question. It says, June said, is the claims of Renaya being molested true? I can't so, believe a catfish. I mean, it was on Netflix. Uh, like, I, I would assume that the producers and these guys would, you know, before they even share anything like that, right. yes. uh, they'll, do, they'll dig into it. Yeah. Yes. But going back to, the, to yours, Snappy, the, your question there or your comment there, I it, it's, it's tough because uh, um, with... Your past trauma makes you who you are, actually. Like, to me, I feel like oh. it... It, it teaches us one person but it depends on how strong and how i don't know it's different like i've been through some traumatic stuff and i like i 
Hmm. Don't right. do things like that. You know what I mean? You have a choice. That's who you are. Yeah. But even with like, because the comment said that they're have a choice. Because the comment mentioned that there's, um, you know, there's there's Knowing resources what's right out there. And wrong. What's and, right from wrong, basically. Right. Right. So like, yeah, because people deal with it a different way. Like maybe Renai, when that happened to him, he's like, "Fuck, fuck the world." Did uh, the audio just <laughs> cut I don't out give on a, me? I don't give a damn if I no, hurt people. You, you know what I mean? So it's yeah. like probably different. No, everybody react different to. Oh no, we can hear you, Snappy. Can you hear us? Yeah, we can hear you. That's okay. <laughs> I think it did. I think her audio just cut out. Let <laughs> me turn the power back on. But yeah, I think with um, with her comment, uh, it's just that even though there's resources out there, I, I just feel that it's. And again, I like the, I, I can't really ex- speak from the from experience like this, but you just can't. Oh shoot! What is going on? Hold on, guys. I think we're losing audio. Lofa, can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Okay, that's weird. Okay, maybe maybe Snappy is just having issues. Sorry, guys. Give us one second. We're having a little bit of technical difficulties. Snappy will be still right don't hear back. Anything? Oh, what she can still can't hear us. One second, guys. What's more heartbreaking anything, is guys. the hours and commitment Renaya put into fake death and put Manta in a position where he uh, lost himself to his grandma and Lene same day. But as the outcome of both sides just made it a bad personal benefit on both families, just saying. It's true, Rem. It's so true. Yeah, yeah, 100%. No, I, I, I feel that. You gotta be, you gotta be like, not, not, not all there in the head to do stuff like that. And so that's, you know I, mean? I think that's what we should talk about with all this because, and you know, uh, I was listening to the XP Talk, that's uh, Island City Gaming's gaming platform podcast uh, on Twitch, but they were talking about very similar things on how this is, this is really a mental health issue kind of thing on both men. 100%. Dude, uh, so Manti is, is just the end result of it. And he get he you know obviously he has PTSD from this. Yes. But oh yeah. As, as far as um, Renaya, dude, that the mental health there. The dude, it's it is a type of psychosis that I don't even know what to compare to, because right. like we've said, it, it, it to, for you to create a Facebook page or a MySpace page, then create fictional characters, family members, mm-hmm. and then orchestrate meeting Manti with your kid sister and claiming to the to to Manti that this is you know this is uh, Lene's little little sister here that i'm with and that i'm renee or um lenae's cousin it is just out of this world it, it right. uh, like your comments don't know next level it, it, it the amount of effort and time is just i, I don't know that's borderline dude it's borderline psychotic man yeah, it, it is. is it is oh yeah Definitely it is he may not be a serial killer, but he's up there. He is he is you what are you what I mean? so what are you what are you what are you guys thoughts on that on just like them uh, just how Renaya went about doing this. What, 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 what are your yeah. opinions? I'll give it to you. I'll give. I'll give it to you, Lofa. Oh, for me, man, it, that's man. That is. I feel like you know, there, there's so many because there's so many people. Can you guys hear me? Yeah, yeah, yeah we can hear you. We can hear you, Snappy. Yeah, we hear you, Snap. I think she's listening to one of our. I'm just letting you guys know. I can hear you guys through my phone. I'm watching the no, stream. Fine. That's how yeah, I'm able to hear, hear you guys because I can't hear you guys in my headset. Okay. <laughs> no worries. We can hear you. So, what do you call it? So, um, 
you know, with the whole thing, there is so many people who was affected by this. You know what I mean? Especially when the series, the series came out, um, you know, there is Manti Tell, there's the parents, you know, and then there's the, um, what do you call it? The, the girl, of course, whose face was plastered all over the news. And yeah. then, of course, the people. The people that Rania had used as the family members, they too were were also victimized in this whole thing. And um, you know, what we what we found out was that one of those victims actually the family didn't know the family didn't know that um their loved one was used where Rania had used their loved one's photo as one of um um Manti's, uh, I mean, one of Renaya Linnea's family member and was going back and forth talking to people. Uh, they didn't know that their, their, their loved one was used in this, in the, um, in this whole scandal until the Netflix show came out. That's crazy. You know, and that like kind of affected them too, because, you know, it, it's like, re like they're re-traumatized because number one, that person had passed away. Um, I can't share their, their name, but that person had passed away. So the family are stuck wondering, like, you know, did, did this person know that the, um, that Niall had used their photo as being one of the family members for Linnea and stuff like that. So it, there's like a whole bunch of things that, that was happening with, I mean, and, and like a lot of people were affected by this, mm. this whole incident or scandal or I don't even know what to call it like right what do yeah. you call it exactly Jesus. just somebody being psychotic is what you call it like seriously it's just I I I couldn't I couldn't wrap my head around this man like just thinking back at the last episode okay, and, and, and 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 Manti Teo is just sitting there crying his eyes out right it, you just you, you see the vulnerability and for me that's where it's just kind of it's like just all hands like all all Everything is is off the table at that that point. I'm just like, dude, like, what the heck? What what are what 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 kind of deep water is this guy in? You know, I mean, now we see the truth through the through the Netflix uh, special, but you know, nine ten years later, for this to come out and for people to realize, it's just it's not okay, right? Right. It's 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 a, it's a very tough one. So with Renaya trying to you know, be more apologetic, just be trying to be more apologetic to the entire, you know, just everything that has come out about this. What, what are some of the things that you think that could have, what could have been done better on Renaya's end? What do you think he, he, she could have done? I'm sorry guys, I, that I'm referring to Renaya and, and just in, in multiple like pro, uh, I think, I think, pronouns. I think but. Renaya could have, you know what I mean? Cause remember when he called it off and he was going to leave it alone, then he chose to go back again. You know what I mean? When he ended that, that, you know, that character that he created. Mm. And he should have left it as that. And now that it reached to, you know what I mean, to the news and all that, it, he could have avoided that. But just, I think, just by not, I think, just not like bringing right, her back to life, right? Bringing her back to life when, you know, he, she could have just ended her. And then, you know what I mean? This would have been all avoided. You know what I mean? But the fact that I feel like Renaya did it for the money. You know mm. what I mean? That's What do you mean? Look, 
because they made a Netflix show, obviously they're gonna get paid on it. I don't know. Maybe that's just that's just me. I I think when I did. Well, I don't, I don't know. I don't like because remember this happened like nine, ten years ago. So I'm not sure oh, like anybody was thinking about that. But as far as like, because I know she's like she says that, you know, she just was in her feels after she had got rid of Lene. She had killed off Lene, uh, and she, she developed a relationship with Mantitel, even though as fake as it was, she still had a connection, a bond there, and she wanted to re like just rekindle that. And that's what she missed. It just sucks that it was all fake. But I, I, I do agree. I, I agree 100%, Lofa. I think that the best way of, of getting out of this was to just let Lene stay stay six feet under, right? Yeah. The, it, you're absolutely right. I, I, I couldn't agree more that the, the second she brought Lene back into the picture, that's when everything started getting twisted and chaotic, right? But yeah, and the fact, I, that, the fact that she made her... She made up her death mm. right after you know the grandma passed away, you know, and I was like, "Come on, you gotta be kidding me!" Yeah, but I think Deadspin was already investigating the um, you know, Lene's death, investigating Lene before she even brought uh, Lene back from the dead. That that's what I that's what I think. I think that Deadspin was already trying to dig, uh, uh, start digging around before she even try, uh, came back to life, because I'm pretty sure everybody wants to know who Chris is that sent that email to Deadspin. Yeah, because that's pretty much the person that right. started everything. Hmm. Yeah, I got a comment Remember, here. I got a comment. Let me, uh, let me just read this comment real quick. This is uh, Ngalu Lino uh, saying, Ngalu says, I don't think past drama can be an excuse for our decisions in the present. It's all about how strong the mindset and the choice and what we think it's, uh, uh, what we think it's right on both sides. Uh, but I know sometimes people are just selfish and go for it uh, and, and not care about the damage they are about to do. And I, I think that's kind of the case we 100%, saw here. 100%. Yeah. 100%. And we have a few like more, so facts. oh, let me let me just read a few more comments, guys, and then I, and then still, I'll, I'll I'll let you go. Um, Alfata says Naya didn't give a damn; he had an excuse for everything. Facts. Alfata continues facts. saying, "Who says that they're dying?" And then out of nowhere, pop back up. For Eric, real. Eric Ette comes right up and says, "What what is dead may never die." House of Greyjoy. What is that? Is that some? Is that some uh, Game of Thrones? Uh, that is Wait, read, read that back what is dead may never die house of Greyjoy. house Greyjoy is that a, no but that's facts so go ahead Stone. i'll go ahead and continue my bad no no, no i was just saying like it really is mm. whoever what nalu said is 100 percent. yeah yeah it's a mindset man it is it is a mindset. that's why i said it's 100 percent a mental mental health issue yeah you know because of all the the shit that Renaya went went through as a as a kid, but that's still no excuse for him to do what he did. Right, the damage that because he, he wasn't right in the mind. Mm. No, like when when Manti, when Manti was ignoring him, you know, and then he brought Lene back, 
that's next level freaking that, that is you know I, what i mean bro that is stuff that's, that's next just, level crazy shit. yeah that is cr- exactly and I, I i'm so sorry guys and listeners and viewers whoever's tuning in they're like I, i'm sorry if you have any light if you see Renai in any light i'm just so sorry but this is just my personal opinion when you do things like that, what Steno just said, when you kill off a character, bring them right back in, that's some K- K- Stephen King shit. Right. That is yeah, that is not yeah. that yeah that 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 well, is the some. Is living a fantasy. That is exactly yeah. what it is. And it's, I'm it's, wondering what was her like exact thought, like how that was supposed to play out. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, I like I, that part. Like, was just mind blowing to me. I'm like, what the mental hell? Health. Like, mental health. Mental. Right. 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 All in the head. Yeah. No, you know? I get it. So I don't know if you guys have seen, but do you guys see where Mentai is today compared to, uh, you know, I, I think a lot of people watch this. People probably watch this Netflix special and, and, and sees Mentai like, oh, man, he's still still down in the dumps. He actually has a beautiful family, lives a right. beautiful life. I, right. I mean, he might not be um, in the NFL or I anything, but he is living a great life. And. You know, where Renaya is back home in American Samoa, living living her best life apparently. But you know, something that he that Renaya brings up that I, maybe it's something we can talk about that we should talk about. But he wasn't accepted by the family. But what he was accepted by, and what he felt he was accepted by, was the Fafafinge community back home. And mm-hmm. that's a that's a little different because I've actually had some of my friends that are that, that are Fafafinges back home. A post about this and they pretty much disown the guy right. they they pretty mm-hmm. much they, because right. being being a fafa and and doing catfishing like this are not cannot be comparable and they they just totally disown the dude they're just like dude we don't want you here we don't want you part of our community if this is how you are there we right. still have like i guess moral codes you know what i mean so how well, do that's why, and it all comes back to mental health. Mental health. Mental yeah. health. Mental. The, the, people don't think like that mm. unless you're crazy in the head. Unless another thing to, to another thing that I, I think that should happen or could have prevented this is for parents. Because, you know, a lot of the, the way we're raised in the Polynesian, you know, um, you know, by our Polynesian families that we're taught to be the strong figure you know what i mean everything is perfect or whatever you know i think the one thing that needs to happen is that we need to reassure and make sure that our kids know that you know that it's okay to come to us about things like that you know mm. what i mean is opening that door and reassuring our our children that they can come to us about things like this instead of having something like this happening later on like like i feel like that like that's something that was something that I took from it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Is that um, like I said, when I went back and rewatched all the interviews, even the ones back in 2012, 13 and stuff like that was like the number one thing I heard is that Manti Tail kept saying that he was seeking the approval of his father was the reason why he hid everything. Mm. You know what I mean? Majority of the stuff. And then um, um, with Renee, you know, mm. she was uh, afraid to lose her father. Yeah. And so when she finally came out to her dad, her dad was like, I love you. I want you to know that I like I will accept you no matter what, you know, right. and see things like that. Like had 
like she known something maybe it could have prevented it i don't know but that was something that like i took I mean, from everything in general I, mean, I, know, it's I, know, I know i know i know a lot of people that same shit happened to them and they didn't do the shit there and exactly I that's no. why it's you know? tough that's why it's yeah, tough, it's a, it's tough. A, it's a mental thing yeah yeah 100 percent. but i mean it comes I, down to mental I mean, I won't. I won't deny though that, like, you know, what Snappy is saying, uh, you know, isn't wrong because I, I, it's the truth. Like, we come from a cult- culture, especially mm-hmm. Polynesian cultures, oh, Samoan yeah, specifically. Definitely. It's tough love, up and down. So, man, sure. you, were, oh yeah, up and down, man. And sometimes, uh, you know, like, you, you, it, it can affect you. It, it definitely can. Um, it can build you up. But again, like, it, it's really tough to 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 like really put this into perspective because you know even though i had tough love i dude i i i turned out good enough you know what i mean like mm. most of us here but then there are i do exactly. know people that had the exact same tough love and just didn't end up on the on the bright side of things right so right. it's 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 hard to put this into perspective and and again and this is why i i i think it was beautiful that the directors did this is that they mm-hmm. didn't just they didn't just put like Samoan culture on blast because in all honesty, yeah. if we're going to be honest about this, I, you, you can't blame the culture. You mm-hmm. cannot blame the culture for this one bit, bit. And I have seen posts already all over social media, you know, people calling out Samoan culture and this. And these people are Samoans who have probably gone through something, gone through some shit themselves. But you can absolutely not blame the Samoan culture for this because I don't know, like we just don't. I don't think any. I, I think any Samoan that watches this would have the exact same gut wrenching feeling that all you know, all four of us are having right now, right? Right. Yeah. So, but what what, what are your guys' thoughts? Can you can you pin any of this toward the 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 Fafafinga community, Samoan culture, the way his parents were? Because there, there there was something interesting that the XP talk that uh, that Rich Grizz and those guys had brought up on their uh, on their podcast was. It was a little sad at the end. Do you remember when he's talking to he he's telling um his buddy that he was like, dude, I need help. I, I, I need help. You know, I'm just like I'm not okay. You know, he's he's playing at this point, he's in the NFL, he's playing for the Chargers, and he he his mind just isn't in the game. He's mm-hmm. having PTSD on the field. Right. And for three years. For three years. Yeah. And so what happens? He says, I'm not okay. So they set him up with a therapist. The therapist asks him two questions. He says, first, did you forgive Renaya? And he says, yeah, absolutely. I don't care. Like, it, you know, it, it happens and I, I forgive him. And then he says, well, did you forgive yourself? And that's when he says he just starts bawling. He just starts, he, he cannot comprehend the question in itself. And so one thing that was brought up in, in on the XP talk was, you know, shouldn't that have been his dad to say that shouldn't that have been like somebody in his circle to have said that like why the why the hell didn't anybody see that because i know if i saw my homie like down and out and not not striving in life or just being held down by something i would have said something i i know that personally and i i think all of you could have said the same thing but I, and this this is where I'm getting at, where, where we try to connect the dots, and it kind of does lean in toward the culture a little bit with, why wasn't that the dad? Go ahead, Stunel. I want to hear from you, Stunel. I actually missed that because I was reading my comments. My God! <laughs> Screw it! Nah. Oh, I'm so sorry. I was no, you're good. Comments. You're good. You're good. You're good. But so, uh, like we were saying, that the connection there between the father 
not being the one to intervene when he should have been the one. I felt I almost dude, I almost felt like the the parents were trying to cover their the you know the yeah, name. But but that's how it is in Samoa. Like yes, it's it's a known issue that whenever so, stuff like this happened in a household, what do they do, bro? So that's the victim what becomes, the parents takes. Like, yeah, the suspect becomes the victim. Like you shut your mouth. Your uncle did not do that. So yeah, right. They sweep. You know what I mean? So so again again yeah, this is where we're right well, again this is where we're drawing the link. So is it the culture or is it that? You know what I mean? Because I want to yeah. say we can't blame it, but then at the same time, why wasn't his dad? Why wasn't his Samoan dad there? Right for right. him. That's where it's you like, even huh. see it online too. Like you know, everybody was like. You know, everybody was like, oh, do not talk about this because, you know, you know what? Why don't you say something about your uncle who mm. molested you or whatever? Like, don't, don't these type of things is the reason why people our people don't come out when you're trying to shame somebody into silence when they're speaking out about something that is real. I mean, like, how can someone not express their feelings about what was happening? You know what I mean? Everything that's showing on the Netflix show, everybody's just responding to that. Mm. But to bring out something like, like, oh, don't talk about Renaya or whatever, because, you know, you didn't talk about your uncle that raped you. Like, why would you say something like that? Like, Dude, that's right. what that's, our that's, people that's, does a lot, you know, and a lot of the mm. time that comes from our elders you yeah, know what i mean because it brings shame to the family it brings shame to the exactly. family and i feel like when this happened with manti teo i feel like what was happening was the the parents were going through their own struggle you know what i mean the shame was coming onto them because it's their son yeah you know what i mean and it's almost like they're forgetting what their son is going through but they are also embarrassed and is also suffering from what was happening and so I feel like that's why he he wasn't he he probably because I don't know if you guys seen that scene where the dad was like upset like you know this is Dude, my son yeah. this is my eldest you know like he was upset yeah you know but and, he also but the dad also makes the comment he also <laughs> says you should have known he says that to known. he says that to Manti those exact yes. words he says you should have known how like how but right. here. Yeah, let Everybody me vouch for Lene. Right, exactly. Right. Here, let me let me read a few comments here real quick. Um, so I have uh Eric saying, I would say a bit of the Samoan culture in terms of not being able to talk about these deep thoughts and feeling with family to an extent. I agree. That's good. Right. right. And then Alfata, yes. uh this uh that is true. What Stuno said, our culture likes to sweep uh shit under the rug. That's yeah, 100%. <laughs> it's the I, culture that keep our people in disbelief about what is done wrong. That's right, Slick. Right. And, and that's what the Maeva, old ways. You know Maya says us Polynesian people having been being um being brought up in a church and not knowing what the outside can bring is what mind boggles me. Yes. Who said that? Is that a comment? That is Maeva. Yes. Yo, Maeva, that is what I was getting at with this. Uh, so, yes. uh, with my take on Manti's side, I really felt like the guy kind of lived a, a, a hermit crab life. Yes. Like, so he, right. was, he was, sheltered. he was sheltered, but right. he was yes. sheltered around football and, right. and, and that was it. But the guy never like, because again, I think when he first got that, that notification or message and he started feeling affection, even though it wasn't physical, it was all virtual. He was like, what the hell is this? You know, he was like right. this, like somebody actually likes me here. Right. He never had that. Before. Yeah. Like somebody actually likes me outside of football. Right. 
that's where it gets mm-hmm. wild, man. And I could so th- that's why this entire story is very, very unique because when you start looking into the details such as that, that Manti was a shut in, 100% was. Everybody, he's going to react differently from the norm, right? He's not gonna mm-hmm. have your normal take on things because from us, I think the nor the normalcy would be two years without seeing your girl. Uh, later, like, and you gotta imagine mm-hmm. he is also a football star. This guy could get in between mm-hmm. any's legs, bro. I'm just saying, mm-hmm. like this. Get in between my legs. That's what I'm saying, man. <laughs> uh, he was a football star, dude. He he literally right. had people lining up for him, and like bro, he was a stud in Hawaii. Yeah, uh, in Notre Dame, we all knew mm-hmm. Manti. So can I see that pinky nail one mean. more time? Can, can you count that? What, and, then, uh, and then count one more. Count one more. <laughs> <laughs> and then count. And then put your ring finger out. <laughs> that's that's <laughs> you're good. Uh, he fell for everything because he was a simp, and that's not wrong. But it's dangerous because he is in the real world without his parents. He was. That, a, that's another thing too. Like he was a what? He's a simp. He was, yeah, many like. Oh, I gotcha. I gotcha. I gotcha. But like Manti, like. You know, everything was done by his parents. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So when he went to college, they wasn't there. You know what I mean? Right. And he was on the East Coast, and his family's from Hawaii. You know what I'm saying? Uh, and I then mean, the, the people that were close to him, he asked them questions, and they verified Lene was yeah the real deal. I mean, other things that we can look at, like regarding Manti and how we know that he's just not like he was really controlled by the parents, in my opinion. So let's mm-hmm. look at when he went to college. When it was time for him to announce the college, what did he? You could see the pain, dude. He cried. He was crying. You could yeah. tell how he, sad he, he was at that signing. Bro, he wanted to go to USC. To SC. 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 Who yes. doesn't? Who doesn't? Right. When I when I when I was watching that live, mm. we all thought that he was going to sign SC. Yeah, and uh, I was a big fan of Manti Teo when he was at Punahou. He was a middle linebacker and a running back. The guy was a freaking monster. Yeah, he was, man. He could go. He said he had over right. 40, over 40 offers. But the freaking A, man, like just seeing him getting tore up because he shared a story about how he went to, I think he went to his uncle's place and his uncle was like a bishop or something along those lines. Yeah. Really, really, really in the faith. And they, so long story short, when he, when he was explaining why he chose Notre Dame, he said because it was more of a God kind of path. And I was just like, oh, I don't know, man. I, I don't know. I don't think God put you at Notre Dame so that you could get catfished or any of this. Because I don't think I, I don't think this would have happened if he was at USC, to be honest. I don't think so. No. Nah. I don't think it no. would have. I, I, I think, right. And Renee was yeah. to be in California. In California. Right. But it, it would not even that. I mean, you got to think of the circumstances again. When he was in Notre Dame, he hated it there. He didn't like it there. He yeah. had no friends. Right. He he had like two of the guys from, from Hawaii. And that's that, where Lene yeah, snuck in. Exactly. That was yeah. his little, that was his, right. yeah. That's that, was, what, that was his person. Yeah. That was you know a scapegoat I mean? for him. Both of them. Oh, yeah. Bro, if, he, if, yeah, that's what if he was at UC, he'd do what every other guy at UC, every Salmon does at UC. They go and party every goddamn weekend. Man, I'm just saying, yeah. dude. You, but it, it was just to me. It was sad. That told me that he, that he was controlled. When when somebody cries over their decision, it wasn't right. his decision, right? Mm-hmm. It wasn't. And, no, and that's where but to the, me. But the yeah. story behind the signing day was it what? Um. So he was prep everything to go to SC, but he went to Notre Dame because he talked to who? It, it was his uncle. Was uncle. Yeah. Uncle, right. Yeah. Yeah. Right. 
and 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 then it goes back to he said, "Oh, he asked God to give him a sign, yeah, if it was the right choice." And then him talking to his uncle was the sign, yeah, the sign sign from God. Yep, yep. But I I don't know. It's just to me, I just don't. I don't know. I I believe. I almost feel like that was a cover up, to be honest, because Uh, on signing day, on signing day, you could you could see that he, you you know what I mean. If you were accepting of of what that message, you wouldn't be reacting like that. Mm. You know what I mean. Right. That's why, like, it was like when I went back and watched it the second time, and I watched that part, and I'm like, that that part and the praying and the sign doesn't click. No, nah, it I does think the, not I think, I think click. The, the, I think it was the dad, them. Oh, yeah. Just, yeah, that's what I think. Yeah, I think that they, you know, they they try to look here, you little shit. You know, <laughs> <laughs> oh man, you're gonna be oh, the first man tie, all right, at Notre Dame. <laughs> Um, so Snappy, I do want to talk about your. Uh, you you had put up a post about this, and it was something that you. I'm trying to find your post actually. Where the heck is it? Do you still have your post, or did you take it down already? No, no. it's still <laughs> there. It's under your personal page, right? I'm not no, gonna. It's on my gaming. Oh, page. is it? Okay, let me talking find about it. what Manti tells that. Yeah, let me. I'm gonna read your post. Is that okay? Yes. Yes. Yeah? Okay, I'm gonna read it real quick. And I just want to. I, I want you to kind of get just uh, just kind of dive in and what you were like. You know. On what you were saying regarding the uh, the entire thing, hold on. Here it is. Jeez, I, I don't see it. Do you have it? <laughs> you don't oh. see the post. Oh, here here we go. Here it is right here. All right, okay. let me read it for you guys. So, Stappy, you posted this back in August sixteenth. I think that was a day that it actually came out, right? When Manti yeah, Te'o said, you got hundreds and thousands of people telling that you ain't worth it. There's always there's always going to be that one that says you're worth it all. And I play for that person. And then you go on to say that that hit home for me. As a Polynesian female who's a mom, plays video games and streams, we tend to question ourselves at times. Especially after hearing all the rumors about yourself, you tend to question yourself and often get discouraged. I had to apologize to myself over and over. It's a tough battle. I know I may break at times, but there's that one person who you do it for. I am fortunate to have a few of you. You all know who you are. Thank you for thank you everyone for who continues to support me and then you go on to promote Untold. Go ahead, sure. Yeah. Uh, just just kind of tell us about that post. What what was going through your mind at the time? So basically, like like I said, there is so much to take from this, and you can basically just relate it to anything that mm. goes on in your life. You know what I mean? It doesn't matter what it is. So for me, like that part right there, because um, you know, I like that's like the one thing that I I love gaming. Gaming is my scapegoat. You know mm. what I mean? From getting away from life, uh, like you know, the busy mom life, the working and and everything is just my scapegoat. You know what I mean? But then I like I always find myself like overdoing myself because you 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 see comments. People will come in and say, "Why are you streaming? Why are you gaming? This and that and this." And then you hear like all the other rumors of. You know, why am I doing this? Like, you know, I shouldn't be hosting. I shouldn't. uh, Why is this female on this page and whatnot? Like, there's so many rumors. Like, I can't pick out which one, but there has been a lot of time where I would hear that and I would get discouraged. And a lot of the times I don't stream is because of that. Mm. You know, like, it hits me. It affects me because I'm like, you know, I, I take it and I try my best to swallow and like, 
you know, and I, I, I try to find myself, I like, I find myself going crazy, like trying to find something else to, to do, but I don't find anything. I don't have anything that I love. Mm. I can't find anything else that I love. You know what I mean? And so like when I'm streaming and stuff like that, and sometimes random people would just come in like, oh my gosh, biggest fan, this and that and this. And like, they don't know. But sometimes like when they comment that stuff, I'll get up and I'll sit on the side. Like I have a chair that's- You're right all giddy? <laughs> and I, like, I would cry. Oh man. I cry because I- that like i know and stuno like sometimes i'll call stuno and i would cry i'm like oh my gosh like this person comes with this and like just, you know oh, and, and, and she like, get the tough love from me huge, yeah <laughs> what do you say i have that huge impact like it, and when he when i hear when i heard that part of the movie that really hit me mm. like i literally cried when he said that because it's something that i i go through alone like you know what i mean hearing the everything like you know he says i don't care and you guys seen me write it in our admin chat i don't care about all these people talking about me we're gonna go through this we're gonna get through this we're gonna get it done yeah you know and hearing him yeah and hearing mm. like manti tail saying i don't care people can talk about me i'll be the one so that i can inspire somebody you know what i mean i, yep. I can and that that right there like i was like oh my gosh Oh my gosh, you just yeah. like took all the words, like you know what I mean, like, like the out of my mouth, like that is something that I tell myself all the time. Like you're playing for that one person, <laughs> you know what I mean? Say, what do you yeah. tell her? <laughs> That's what I was. I want to know. What do you say, Stone? What kind what of talk? Ah, yeah. What do you say? Well, fuck what everybody says. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh. Know, fuck what everybody say. Why are you That's listening? Why are you letting it get to you? <laughs> like. Don't let these motherfuckers get to you. Don't yeah. let them get to you. Don't let them bring you down. Who the fuck uh, are they? Yeah, exactly. You know what man. I mean? Let them fucking talk. Yeah. The only reason people talk is because you're doing something right. That's what I always tell her. Let's go. If, if you wasn't doing the right things, nobody don't give a shit about you. It's always when somebody's succeeding, you know, yeah. moving on up. That's Jealousy. when everybody starts throwing hate. Mm. And I always tell Snappy that all the time. Uh, somebody like man, fuck them. Who gives a shit? Are they important to you? She's like, no. <laughs> Let's go. And fuck them and their freaking Hell feelings. yeah. That's what mm. I always tell them straight up. That's what I love, man. That's what I love telling it as it is, dude. So if there's mm -hmm. any, if there's anything you should pull just from Manti Teo's story and you know the way Renaya went about doing things, what what is something that you could learn from Stunnel, uh as far as you know just what, what's going on, what happened in the entire storyline? So what I got from um, that is that, you know, you know, so Manti also went into that stage with mental health, mm. but the only difference was he seeked help. Mm. You know what yeah. I mean? Yes. And that's why he was able to overcome. Wow. Yes. All the obstacles moving on after the three years they had PTSD, anxiety, Wow, he like he said he was playing for the charges three fucking years. And it's like his body was numb. Like he wasn't yeah, there. He wasn't there. He was battling up here. And once you lose that battle up here, you're done. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. And he knew yeah. that. Manti knew that something was wrong up here. So what did he do? He went and got himself help. Mm. And that's, that's why lot, he's that's why he's living his Three. life right now yes, and yes. I mean, there's, 
Yeah, the last season he played was the uh, last season with the Saints. You know, yeah. he's and moving on with his life. He doesn't, That's he one thing he, we he all doesn't care learn. about what people say. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like you said, he played for that one person mm-hmm. that was supporting him. You mm-hmm. know? And that's the emphasis here, I think, too, is, dude, the guy played, dude, three years of professional right. football. Not easy. Mm-hmm. Not freaking easy. And he was a starter. The, I think he was a starter all three years, right? Right, right. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's not easy to maintain. It now, took... It if took, Renaya, uh, if Renaya would have want, got help, too, you know? Because, like she said, yeah. she tried to talk to the dad, and the dad, you know, brushed it off. Mm. If Renaya would have got some support and some help, maybe Renaya would have been the way... You know, do the things that Renaya did. Yeah, but, but it took we'll but never know. again. But it took three years until right. Manti was just like, "Yo, there's something wrong with me." Three years of feeling numb, till right. he got to the point where he's just—it was a breaking point for him. And that's a lot of us. But mm-hmm. I think for in, in in the Polynesian community, especially, is that they get to the breaking point and they allow mm-hmm. it to happen. They don't, they, 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 maybe it's a prideful thing. Maybe it's an inner, a, inner pride thing, but a lot of people would rather just go through the breaking point than seeking help. Right. And I think that's one thing we can always learn is just, you know, get help, get help when, when you get to that point or get help even before it. Right. What yeah. about you, Lofa? What, what, what were your, some take, what are your biggest takeaways from just the docuseries? Um, for me, man, it was just, um, it's funny because I've no I I know every Samoan family knows a family that has been through some tough times and you know just just in general like you know like the pride the you know we sweep things we tend to sweep things underneath the rugs and and that's the thing that you know we gotta this generation have to teach you know your kids, you know, let them know, you know, it's okay to, to, to speak out to, to, you know, cause my biggest thing is, is building that relationship with my kids where they're comfortable to talk about sex, yeah. anything being raped or, 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 or having that mindset of, of wanting to do something, you know, wrong, that's out of their character. Mm. So for me, like, I don't know how to react. It was just for me. I was just, when I was watching the show with my wife, I was just completely lost for words. I was like, but I'm, you know, I give it up to Mantel. You know, he, he seeked help. Mm. That was the main thing. Like Stuno was saying, he seeked help. And Renee, she just kind of went off with her own thing. And I think, you know, I just pray on both of them and, you know, hopefully they'll, you know, get their stuff together. That's good, man. Dude, I, I love that. I love that. It, again, I have it's a cool. good question here. Go ahead. In chat, if you don't mind me asking. Yeah, a no, question absolutely. from Soy. A question I've asked my TTE brothers, I'll ask y'all. How does one identify when they're struggling? And two, how does one find the trust to find help? Mm, that's that's powerful. And now I want to I wanna ask um, back to your comments or identifying what themselves like finding their identity as either in the trans lgbtq um that kind of identify when they are struggling oh identify when they're i gotcha okay they are struggling yes okay i gotcha so how do they identify when they're can you read the comment one more time the question um how does one identify when they are struggling 
And number two, how does one find the trust to find help? Mm, that's, that's, that's tough. That really is. I, one I, thing I can give you, I don't, sorry. Do it, one thing I can give you is that I always tell people this, where I'm at in my life is one that I don't ever pray on anybody. Mm. When you know that you're about to reach breaking point, when you're, when, when you're battling something so bad and you've, you feel like your heart is about to chest and stuff. Stop trying to excuse that feeling. Stop because that's how you numb it. When you continue to do that to yourself, you come to a space where you end up numbing forever. Like you'll just be totally numb, disassociated, not being able to connect. You know what I mean? You cause because what happens when we're dealing with this stuff is we we try to disconnect. Right. Every right. time, instead of dealing with the situation, we try to disconnect. And the reason why we do that is because, like, we we have shame. Number one, we don't yeah. know if it's going to bring shame to our family. Number two, we don't know who we can trust to talk to about these type of situations. You know what I mean? Wow. Like, we, we, we don't know who to, like, trust to talk about these feelings because you got to remember even though you have a best friend your best friend has a best friend that best friend has a best friend and you know right. what i mean like nothing is safe nothing yeah, is safe in this world yes <laughs> so that's why i that's number one thing that's the number one reason why i love therapy the reason why I love therapy is because the therapist, number one, is she, by law, she cannot share whatever yeah. I share with her. That's basically like my my diary who can speak back. You know Ooh. what I mean? And not only that, like the the other thing is my therapist, I'm, I feel safer with her because she doesn't know the people that I'm, you know, Bad. that I'm talking about. And so I know for sure that it's safe for me to share these things with her or him and that it won't come back around because that's what happens when we share our feelings, we share our stuff. So it's hard to find people we trust to, mm. to, to like share our, I mean, to, to share our struggle with, because that's what happens. It, it, it goes into their ear and then it ends up being in somebody else's ear. And then like your problem is out there. And then like, but words changes every time people add in their own thing and it's just dramas. You know what I mean? That's how dramas is created. But when you know you're dealing with something so heavy in your heart, do not excuse that feeling. Tackle that shit head on. Like identify what that issue is. And if you feel like you can't find somebody that somebody that you can trust or find somebody that you can share with, seek professional help. Professional help always, yeah. That is yeah. that will be the person that you can trust to share with professional help. Yeah, right. and, and believe it, uh, believe it or not, a lot of professional help is actually free. Um, yes, you, you just have to yeah. make the commitment to like dial in the number or getting, you know, reaching out. It, a lot of yes. it is free for sure. Yes, but we what get shame into sweeping things under the rug. We get mm. shame into to to thinking that mental health makes you look weak make mental mental health is not something that polynesians should talk about because that's not what polynesians for no it's in our community our people struggle with mental health even our own parents like even those who are abusive and stuff like that they all suffer mental health whether they like it mm -hmm. or not everybody in this world it doesn't matter what nationality you are what mm -hmm. race you are right. everybody suffers with mental yeah. health oh 100 percent yeah, one mm -hmm. thing one thing I've always noticed is like if I'm for me if I'm struggling or anything um it is going to sound weird but it, I if I start 
verbally saying the things that are in my head, I, I like that's my key indicator personally that I'm like, oh, something. I sound crazy right now. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm like, uh, I'm like, oh, I was like, I was like, I had those moments, dude. I'm serious. No, and and believe it or not, a lot, everyone is like this. Most most humans are like this. If you start verbalizing your internal feelings or what's on your mind, like you just start saying like, oh, that bitch got me. Like you know, like that bitch cut me off. Like you just start saying mm-hmm. stuff like that. And seriously, that 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 it's something that you're kind of struggling internal internal with. And so those mm-hmm. are like early key indicators for certain things to like nip that in the butt but i think that's mm-hmm. kind of what it is man um if to identify struggling it's just a contrast of feeling good because i mean struggling is you being down in a pit and you know when you're happy obviously i think you just have to look for the contrast really to identify mm-hmm. if you're not happy in certain situations then maybe you have to you know kind of just just take just pause take a step back evaluate the situation and then if you have to, if, if you're at the point where you need professional help, then reach out for it, right? I, I uh, For me, I don't, I wouldn't, I would never recommend to go, uh, well, it depends, um, like you're, you're, like if, like where the trust is with your friends, but professional help is probably always the best bet for sure. Um, uh, but yourself, Snappy, in regards to the movie or the docuseries, what are some of the things, what are your takeaways, your personal takeaways for this that you'd want people to have taken away as well? To me, I feel like, you know, just having an understanding of what people go through on a daily basis you know what i mean you have to accept that things aren't gonna always look right Mm. you know what i mean like we have a a, in our minds we have a a a, like an image or a way that's set in our mind how family and life supposed to work you have to understand that this world that we're living in is fucked up excuse my language but it's fucked up it's full of shit you are bound to deal with some shit you're about to see some crazy shit no matter what like i am at the point in my life where i i am not really surprised at things anymore because you know because in my mind i had already accepted that we just live in this crazy world you Mm. know what i mean you are never you never know what uh, what people are capable of Mm. you know what i mean these are things that you have to expect like and understand that this world we're living in is not a perfect world we're going to see some crazy shit in our life. You know what I mean? And especially within our poly community, like, I don't, who knows? Maybe there's something else that's going to happen later on down the line that's going to be worse than this story. You know what I mean? Just, mm. just, it, 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 just don't take it as if, oh my gosh, this is embarrassing to our, no, just expect that everybody is going to see these type of shit happen more often. Yeah. You know what I mean? No, I agree. I agree 100%. Yeah, life is, that's just life, man. It's just, you should expect to to hit a few freaking roadblocks along the way. It's just, is what it is. I think one of the biggest takeaways that I got from the docuseries is that, like you said, things are going to happen in this life. But one thing that we do have to know is that they might, every everything that you do, and this is from Rania's perspective, Everything that you do has an effect. There's a cause and effect to it. Mm-hmm. There's gonna be a, a ripple effect of it. You, you, you ever seen the like the the illustration or analogy people use of thro- throwing pebbles in the water? You throw one pebble and it just it just rocks the the pond, man. And then you start throwing a bunch, and those ripples start interacting with each other. It changes as it goes through. And so 
in in hindsight with with your actions or whatever you do it's going to affect people it really is and that's why we have to be mindful of what we did do i'm not again it's it's hard for me to really put myself behind or put me in the shoes of renaya but i could see where where he was a little lonely and you know he was looking for the affection right it just sucked that the way he went about doing it they weren't the ripples that were needed and it affected Manti in such a way that his career it, his career just pretty much ended. It even affected him of being a first-round drafter, right? It, it right. affected everything. Uh, and mm-hmm. that's what we got to do. Just be mindful of what you do. Be be more caring. Be just be be more of a person that's more loving and has just full of kindness because when you when when you start replacing those negative things in your life with the more positives you start again you'll start putting ripples out there into the world that are better you'll start like releasing things into the world that that affect people in a more positive way right and i think that's what we should kind of learn from this is just you know one mental health reach out when you need it the actions that you do, there are cause and effects to it. And if you're, if you're going to start doing that kind of crazy shit into the world, you might as well make it a positive effect, right? That's that's kind of my takeaway. Um, before we head off, is there anything else that you guys want to get off your chest in regards to the series or mental health and mental health in general? What, what do you want to leave the viewers with? Well, can I read one more? Comment? Yeah, yeah, no, no. Go. Actually, the issue yeah. is that where did identity issue come from? And I have nothing against gay folks and their rights of freedom of choice, but it's a deviation from what we are naturally created for. Mm. The bigger question will be, whence came this deviation? Mm. Uh, That was uh, Elipelu's question. Okay. So when did the deviation, and and so this this question is referring to identity as far as LGBTQ? Well, well, with, 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 with Renaya... I guess is what he's asking. Yeah. Oh, but in the whole community, ah, it it goes back to way, way. Yeah, yeah. It goes back to it's here, a... like mm. you know, that's a whole different subject right there. Yeah, yeah, it is. That's getting into that's opening a can of worms. I'm down to open it, yeah. but it's it's definitely. Ah, I don't want to. Yeah, that's a that, ah, that's a that's a that's a that's a can of darkness right. right there. But no, yeah. Well, I, I mean, also have a comment here from Alfonso, if you guys don't mind me before we close out. No, no, keep going. Uh, let's 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 give a time for comments. Let's give our viewers okay. a chance to to voice in. So, um, Alfonso says, "Thank you for the good vibes. It's been a struggle for me, especially being brought up to be hey guys, tough. If you're, if you're and in, that men um, don't cry or speak up, you have uh, something about to say. Go ahead emotions. and comment down below. Had let, me in let bed us know for your thoughts. Weeks, if you no food the do- and very little water, and Taito, damn near to untold, death. Uh, if I hadn't spoken out and had the, the love of my uh, life, about it. we'd love to uh, my, hear your my opinions. Wife we're and kids. There to battle with me and understanding. We just, we're just trying to have a conversation about something we watch. So go ahead and voice it. It is. It is also okay for man to cry. I think. I think. You know what I mean. Ain't nothing wrong with crying as a man. You know what I mean. I cry all the time to my wife. Not just you know, men alone. I right. just our poly. I feel like our our Polynesian brothers like suffers in silence because mm. of that. Yeah. No, we have. We, we suffer in silence because of that the way we were brought up. Like, yes. Uh, that like, tough you see, man, you, you gotta be tough. And... And like, oh, that motherfucker tough as shit. You know what I'm saying? Right. Look, I grew up in Hawaii. All I know is Polly's, right? Mm. 
I went to basic training. My drill sergeant see me, and boom, all of a sudden, we're best friends. My name was Coconut or Pineapple. <laughs> come here. And then, and, he, and you know me? Oh, man, I know you fucking someone's just crazy. Y'all motherfuckers stuff as shit. Uh, boom, they call up their drill sergeant, someone, buddy. He comes over there. Now, I'm thinking, like, this guy is, like, 6'5", motherfucking... 280 pounds or some shit or 250. Uh-huh. Nah, that's some more dude that walks in. He's about like 5'9", like maybe 210 pounds. But he he, he cut up. But I, I'm like, you know, they, it's just the way that people see us. Like, we're these tough-ass Polynesians. Mm-hmm. Even if you're like the runt of the family, you still consider a tough person. Because mm-hmm. that's just, better stop crying. Lofa, better stop crying. Like <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, but sometimes, but sometimes, like, so this is where, I, and I'm going to be the, you know, the de- devil's advocate with this because, like, sometimes it's not a bad thing, uh, not the crying part, but I mean, like, the, um, you got to understand that um, our forefathers, the people think Samoans are badasses, not because of me and Stuno or Lofa or because of our forefathers, because of the people who came before us, right? right it's the same right. thing. It's because of those people that showed the world of what, what a Samoan is or a Hawaiian is or just a Polynesian in general, that these people from the South Pacific are can persevere and they're badasses and they know how to live life. And it was because of our forefathers. And in in, in my own sense, I, I try to pay, I guess you would say homage or tribute to it by keeping it in in the light of trying to be tough, right? Uh, I'm not saying, now I'm not saying there's nothing wrong with crying because I do. I, and my kids, I've allowed my kids to see me cry before, you know? Um, I, I just, I just feel that there's, that there's nothing wrong in both, on both sides. There's nothing wrong with trying to be the tough guy, but if you need to cry, man, cry if you got to, man. Just, just, yeah. just know when, just know the time and place for things. There, because being a tough guy the whole time, you, I, I'm telling you right now, you'll get your knees knocked out right underneath you. But if uh, uh, you, you really will, and you have to know when it's time to be vulnerable. There's a time and place for everything, and you just got to know the time. Because I, one, I'm very prideful to be someone. Like I'm not even lying. When when my Mexican boys come up to me and people mistaken them for Samoans, you, you dude, look in their eyes and see how prideful they get. They're like, "Man, you think I'm Samoan? What?" It's like, "Yeah, boys." Like they they no, I'm serious. Like they 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 like they love it. They love it. They love it that somebody just mistaken them for a Samoan. I'm not that way when somebody mistaken me to be Mexican. I'm just saying, I'm very prideful to be a Samoan, and it's because of things like that. But but know when the where the limit where the ceiling is for the pride, right? Just, right. just know that they're, they're that it's okay to be it's okay to be vulnerable. It really is. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure if that makes sense to you guys, but no. it, yeah, it that's, does. That's my take for it. Uh, but do we have any more comments that anybody wants to read off? Um, just Alfonso um, saying I'm indigenous. I'm indigenous and American. I can't even talk right now. And we have tons. I'm in common when it comes to cultural upbringing with Polynesians. One hundred percent. Yeah. Yes. I love it, dude. I, the the most I've ever felt close to people were my uh, were my indigenous friends, my Mexican friends, and you know, like because they they really they like I've always related to them. 
We've all uh, not not saying that I don't relate to my Palangi friends or anything no, like that, yeah. but, but I do. We but have I, a lot of like things there's that, like yeah, yeah. do like there's just so much in common. Our cultures are very similar. There they right. run parallel to each other. So you know, I love right. I love all the cultures in the world. But but mm -hmm. guys, thank you so much. If there's no other comments, man, uh, is there anything you guys want to leave your viewers with outside of the doc the documentary? Steno, everybody in my chat is saying that you're a freaking beast as far as uh, motivating people. Because that was a goddamn good speech you just gave earlier. <laughs> but so thank you for that. Um, Lofa, you got any last words? Oh, man. Put God first in everything you do, baby. That's it. That's it. Still no, you got what, what you got? What you got for the viewers? <laughs> yeah, like everything um, that we said on here. And then uh, on top of that. Yeah. Um, when shit happened to you. Don't be a little bitch. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta let somebody know. Oh man, dude! You know? No, it's true. Okay, hold on. I'm yeah. so sorry. I wanna, I wanna harp on that though. I'm telling <laughs> you. So in one of my podcasts, we like one of the episodes that I did with one of the with one of my homies. That's exactly what I said to him. I said that I was like, "Hey, man, I'm saying this because I love you, but quit being a little bitch." That's literally what I said to him, and that, dude, that's dude, seriously like that's what, dude. Life is tough. Life is hard. Mm -hmm. Don't be a little bitch when it when it when it when it steps up in front of you. It don't mm -hmm. don't just 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 go with it. It's gonna mm -hmm. suck. Life is gonna suck. I'm telling you right now. Like all four of us are here talking on this podcast, getting in the good vibes. But I'm telling you, all of us are are dealing with something, and and, and mm -hmm. we're the only reason why we're able to be here and not crying about it in the background is because we chose not to be a little bitch. That's what it, that's mm -hmm. what it came down to. Sorry, I just wanted to rant on that because that's no. beautiful, man. <laughs> right. no, a lot, no, it's, yeah, it's different, but that's the truth. Snappy, what, what you got for our viewers? Um, basically, just breaking the cycle. You know what I mean? Mm. Uh, it's okay to beautiful show tough love, but also teach our children that they have voices. You know what I mean? Like reassure them always that you know it's okay to be who they are give them the opportunity to speak to you about uncomfortable subject and you know what i mean and yes. and and identify when something is wrong do not mm. sit there and be like hmm um uh, something doesn't look right you know what i mean ask speak up yeah everything mm -hmm. you need to speak up speak right. up guys absolutely well guys we appreciate all of you guys being here our viewers thank you so much for being here if you haven't done so already check out the netflix docuseries a special series called untold manti tell the girlfriend who didn't exist we are here with snappy swing gaming your host gucci torch thank you lofa mel lofa 707 gaming if you haven't done so please drop drop our our brother of uh, a nice follow and a like let him know that you support him thank you so much for being there bro and still no gaming the man here you know the vibe. Hold it, holding it the down legend. the legend himself guys we love you have an awesome blessed freaking day take care bye everybody all right chat